does it cost to use a property manager and what do all of the different companies charge? Now, we are going to primarily be talking about a lot of companies in Auckland today, but this is broadly applicable for the rest of New Zealand as well. And what we've done is we've looked at seven different property managers across Auckland and some of these are nationwide as well to find out, well, what is kind of a ballpark average for what a property manager charges in today's market? Now, Andrew, it is important to note that this is going to be an unbiased review of what property managers actually charge. And because of that, we just need to mention a few things. Well, full disclosure, we have our own property management company here at Opus. One of our partner companies is called Venture Management, based in Auckland, Christchurch, Hamilton and Tauranga. And so we are going to talk about their fees and everyone else's fees. But just for full disclosure... Thought we should tell you that. And the prices that we're going to talk about today, this is based on research. Now, one of the things that can happen is a property management company might change their fee structure and they might not have it as up to date on their website as what we're talking about. So just bear in mind, you have to do your own research. People can change their fees from time to time. Well, the other difficult thing is most property management companies do not publish what their fees are on the website. Really? In fact, none of them accept venture management actually publishes what their fee is. And so the way that we've got this data is either we've called them up and talked to them, or, you know, when you're in the industry, you tend to know what other people charge because you have conversations with people. So that's what it's based on. But look, there is a chance that we've got a number wrong here or there. But look, let's jump into it. Of these seven companies, the lowest fee, and I'm going to share my screen for everybody watching here on YouTube today, but for you guys on the podcast, listening to the audio version, I'll just describe it. The cheapest one is Oaks Property Management. Their core charge is 6.5% plus GST. So that's a percentage of the rent they're charging, just for anybody really new to property investment. So if you get paid $500 a week in rent, they're going to take 6.5% of that plus GST as their fee. But the other thing that's quite difficult with property management, Andrew, is that many companies charge different sorts of fees. Yes. So for instance, let's take the example of Oaks, you know, 6.5%, but they also charge an inspection fee of $20, for instance, each inspection. So you have four of those a year, that's another $80 that maybe you haven't factored into if you just put 6.5% into your calculator. 100%. Now, before we get into each individual one, and we will do that, the lowest of the range is 6.5%, that's your Oaks. The median, or the average, the middle one charges 8.5% plus GST, and the highest was 9.99% plus GST. So when somebody says, you know, how much does property management cost? Somewhere between 75 to 8.5% plus GST is pretty standard, but there are sometimes additional fees, which we'll go through. So, you know, what are some of those additional yep. fees? One of my frustrations as a, an investor when I was starting out is never knowing how much my property manager was going to charge me because of all these additional costs. And actually, the basis of setting up venture management was to try and streamline a lot of those costs. So I'll talk about our fee later on, which actually is one of the highest percentages, but has more inclusions than everything else, or includes everything. So often what you'll find is there'll be an inspection fee on top of whatever percentage you're going to pay to the company. Normally, that can be around $50 per inspection. And again, you need 
four of those a year to comply with your insurance. So that's another couple of hundred dollars a year that you have to factor in. Often there'll be a maintenance management fee. So they'll charge 10% on any maintenance that they've organized. So what that means is, say you've got a leaky tap and they need to send someone out and it costs a couple of hundred dollars, there'll be another $20 added on to the bill for them. Now, 10% is an example and each different company will charge a slightly different yep. amount, but that's a good example. And then there's the other one, which vast majority of people charge. This is, yeah, I, I'm yet to see anyone that kind of includes this in their percentage other than us, which is a tenant sourcing fee. And that's normally either a week's rent plus GST or a flat fee of $500. Now, a tenant sourcing fee, if you don't know what that is, is the old letting fee. So we used to have a letting fee where a tenant would move into a property, they'd pay a week's rent to the property manager for the privilege of finding them and, and selecting them to move into the house. Nowadays, you cannot charge that to a tenant. So the landlord has to absorb that cost and it's got a different name now, tenant sourcing fee. Well, it's interesting as well. I have seen, and I'm just here on Auckland Property Management's website, I see that they now call their one a marketing package, which is $650 plus GST. Just by way of example that, you know, it's not always $500 plus GST. And in this case, it's called marketing package as opposed to tenant sourcing fee. Yeah. But it's basically the same thing. So let's jump back into who charges what. And I've ordered these from the lowest percentage fee to the highest percentage fee. So we've already talked about Oaks, which is the least expensive. Then we've got Auckland Property Management. These guys are pretty well known. We've done some seminars Oh, they're, they're a, a fantastic company. Up and Auckland. actually, I remember Celia Burberry, their general manager, I think she's still there, haven't seen that she's not. I think she was on like episode number 70 or 80 oh, really? of the Property Academy oh. podcast. She was one of the first guests. Now, they are quite interesting because they've got three different packages. So I think the higher end has a rental guarantee in there. And we'll talk more about what those are in a moment. If you decide to opt for one of the lower percentages, then there are some more things that you need to pay for. For instance, if you want them to go to the tenancy tribunal for you, that's $150 plus GST, maintenance is 8.5%. So it's quite a cool structure. So you can pay the lowest amount if you're really price conscious, but if there are additional requirements, yes, you've got to pay those as well. To be fair. But you can I, roll the dice. I wouldn't roll the dice myself. I just but, pay the higher yes, fee yes, and they're just But some people are more worry. price conscious than you, Ed. <laughs> Yeah, but it, in the end, I would think that it would work out. Like, yes, you're not going to go to the tenancy tribunal every year, but if you're really price conscious, it might be because you're worried about the cash flow of your property, for instance, in which case you probably want a smoother cash flow than a lumpy cash flow with having to pay this over here and that over there. Thank you. That smug look. Next one I want to tell you about is, you know, Wendell, 7.9%. Those guys are primarily in Auckland. And I haven't come across them. Oh, I think they're pretty small, but do you know what? They're on this list because I once knew somebody who worked for them, took them out on a date. Did you? And, um, what was his name? <laughs> there wasn't a second date. No, but it was a girl, just so we're all clear. <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. And so they made it onto the list. So it was a good investment of her time, probably, marketing the company. It paid off <laughs> yeah. years later. Property scouts, you know, look, most of them, 75 to 8%. Property scouts, Barfoots, both 75 to 8.5%, Ironbridge, 85 And then venture management, 9.99%. You sound like you're doing the commentary for the horse racing then. 8.5%, 8.5%, running down the centre line, 8.5%. It's because I talked about that thing that I just talked about and then I wondered whether perhaps I shouldn't have. <laughs> so one thing that's really interesting, though, is around the rental guarantees. Because, for instance, property scouts, 7.5%. 
But if you want their rental guarantee, it's eight and a half percent. Yeah, my understanding of Which, it. And just explain what those rental guarantees actually include. So it's kind of like a bit of an insurance for you. So you pay an extra percent, but in the event that they can't find a tenant within X number of weeks, normally I think it's about four weeks, they start to pay the rent that they've told you they can get. And then the other one is that if your tenant doesn't pay their rent, they'll cover it on their behalf, on the tenant's behalf. Now, of course, they'll still go after the tenant to make sure that that rent is paid, but it smooths out your cash flow position. That's something that can be quite beneficial for some investors that they want to go through. Now, what I want to know, Andrew, is you're a pretty experienced property investor, or a very experienced property investor. Nice way of calling me old. In your view, are rental guarantees with the extra cost? Uh, with the property management companies, I'm on the fence. I really am on the fence with it. I mean, I think here, one of the challenges is that does that incentivize a property manager to encourage you to go for a lower rent than you might otherwise achieve? So for example, they're not going to push the envelope and say, go for 600, you know, you might just get it. They're probably more likely to say, go for 575 because that's certain that we're going to be able to rent it out straight away. So it might end up costing you twice to have that uh, I see. So you're saying that they're really incentivised to make sure there is a tenant All rather than necessarily get the best price yes. overall that's going to maximise your revenue. Absolutely. On the flip side, I do think that if your budget is really, really tight and you can afford the higher management fee and go, look, I can afford that more than I can afford a tenant missing a month's worth of rent and then me having to sell the property, well, then maybe it's not a bad option for you. It's just insurance. Now, let's also talk about what could cause these figures to go up or down. So, for instance, your Property Scouts, your Quidovich, your Barford and Thompson, those have a lot of different offices. In fact, I think Quidovich has over 70 offices. And if that is a franchise business, there can be some scope for each office or each owner to decide exactly what the price is going to be. So, for instance, if you're in Wellington, the property management fee may be different from Quinovich based down in Christchurch or up in Auckland or even further north. So there can be some variation there. But similarly, I know there can be variation based on whether your property is furnished or not. If your property is furnished, there is sometimes more management that needs to go on because there's more stuff that can break. So I believe, my understanding is Barford and Thompson charge the higher fee, 8.5%, if your property is furnished, the lower fee if it is unfurnished. Interesting. Uh, Maybe also because it's a more limited market as well. Okay. Or it could be if there's more turnover in tenants, yeah. there's more management that needs to be done. Similarly, if you're going to be Airbnb-ing or maybe running a boarding house of room-by-room rental, those can acquire That's much higher. much higher management fees as well. Quite simply, because there's a lot more management that needs to go on as well. And actually, there's another type of agent that you can get. I don't know if many of them exist nowadays, but I used to use them. And that was called a letting agent. And so basically, a letting agent would go out and find the tenant, and then it was your responsibility to do the ongoing management fee. Okay, fascinating. I haven't seen a lot of those anymore. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, do you have a view? Because I got this question I from, a, from a podcast listener. They said, you know, I'm not sure if I really want to use a property manager that comes from one of the big real estate brands. So like a Ray White or a Barford and Thompson, because they think, well, their business is real estate. It's not property management. Mm. Now, do you have a view on that? It's funny you mentioned that. I was just thinking the other day, and the reason I was thinking this is because a real estate firm offered to purchase venture management, or at least said they want to have a conversation about it. And I said, I don't know why you'd want to do that. It's not your core business. And then I realised... Ha, huh. 
you've got the, all these people here that then you're going to sell the properties off for. And I think that there's almost a bit of a conflict of interest maybe at that stage. You know, maybe they're less interested in keeping you happy in terms of the ongoing success of that property than someone like, I mean, like us, who are really wanting you to continue investing and building your portfolio so everything's going to go smoothly. Well, I would have thought it would the other way around, actually. I thought if you're having an open home and you think, hey, this is going to be a great investment property, then sweet, all good. Yep, buy this property off me and I'm now Ray White, just for a way of example. Come use our property management. It's a natural add-on for those companies. I do think, like with many franchise businesses, you can have a major variation in terms of the skill set. So, for example, Melanie, which is Harcourt's Rentals in Hamilton, is absolutely amazing. But I know that there are other offices that that would not be the case. Well, that's interesting. That's similar for any franchise business though. Mm. So for instance, in our top seven property managers in New Zealand article that we've released or our list of our top property managers, I know Property Scouts is on there. And we specifically talk about how we've done a lot of work with, I can't remember her name, hopefully you'll remind me, with the Tauranga and Western Bay of Plenty office. And I think she's really great. But you know, we can't necessarily vouch for somebody in a different office because yes. we haven't worked with them. So you will get some variation around them. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is negotiating property management fees. So I know there are some people who might have a relatively sizable portfolio, say five to 10 properties who might go to a property management firm and then try and negotiate a discount. You know, have you ever had any experience with this? The short answer is not a huge amount. I actually think, well, I can tell you now, there is not massive amounts of money in property management. Like They, they run on a, the smell of an oily rag because they have to. You've got to manage you know, 150 properties per property manager. It's a lot of running around with increased compliance. Even at these numbers, they're really tight businesses to run. And I actually think probably if you looked at the amount of work your property manager does for you, I wouldn't personally negotiate. I pay full fees on my property management. To my own firm. You pay the full 9.99. Yep. Oh, that's great. That's Uh, wonderful. (laughs) Ed being a shareholder in that company is quite excited by that. I do think you've got to be careful. You don't want to disincentivize someone who you're paying to do a job for you. So personally, I I don't negotiate it down. And I've got a bigger portfolio than that. But you you can always ask. I do think as well, you can get a bit fixated when I see stuff on Facebook between the difference between 7.5% and 8.5%, for example, which actually ends up being quite a small amount of money overall. Yes. You know, the difference between seven and a half and eight and a half might be $250 a year. But, you know, what you really want is a quality property manager rather than the cheapest property manager. Now, that's not to say that somebody like Oaks doesn't do a good job. I'm just saying that you don't necessarily want to make the sole thing that you focus on always be the price. Yeah. You know, you want somebody who's actually going to be really good for you. But look, that answers the question. How much does property management cost? What's a normal fee in today's market? And somewhere between 6.5% plus GST through to 9.99. That's pretty standard. Hey, look, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. Really does help us get the message out to more people. And Tay, if you want to come in and build a wealth plan, you want to come in and get some advice about how to grow your property portfolio, and look at some new builds, then send us a text. Our number is 5522. And if you whip out your phone and text us the word plan to 5522, we'll give you a buzz and book you in for a complimentary portfolio planning session. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Seb Knight. <laughs>
Yeah, we're going to be making you smart. Believe more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you.